and welcome to another episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hossman, and joining me today is a good pal of mine. She's a repeat rock star here on Delivering Marketing Joy. She's the Chief Revenue Officer at Snugs. Brittany David, thanks so much for joining me. Thanks for having me, Kirby. Good to good to see you after a, a month from actually seeing you live. Right. Which- was like two years ago before that. So yeah, exactly, exactly. And it was, it was so funny and it, it, it actually leads really nicely into my, my first question because I wanted to touch base. I mean, like big announcements from Snugs right before the PPI Expo. And for those who don't know, the PPI Expo takes place, I think the second week in January in Vegas. It's our biggest trade show in the promotional industry. But you guys had the announcement that you uh, acquired Sweda. So now that we are a couple months down the road on that, how's that transition going? What, what are some lessons you've learned so far? Every day is busy and every day is different. I would say a few lessons. One is over communicate. I think Mm. there's so much collaboration going on at different levels and different topics to make sure that once decisions are made or input that you need, that it goes to the right people. And as soon as possible to put everybody kind of aligned together, think Mm. when you have an acquisition there's a lot more questions than answers. And so keep in mind, what are those questions and make people feel comfortable? One way you make them feel comfortable is by being transparent and over communicating. So that's been a good lesson. would say another is probably uh, if you have to make hard decisions that you know that you have to make, uh, make them early. If you know that you have to make them, I think a shit sandwich doesn't taste any better, no matter how many condiments you put on it. (laughs) So With that too, if you don't know, do a lot of discovery, ask a lot of questions, understand things, and don't be too hasty to make decisions. I think there are a lot of assumptions that you have going into an acquisition. And if you just take that for truth and move forward with it, you're missing out on a lot because a lot of your assumptions will be wrong. You have different data points now, different information, different people to collaborate with. So spend the majority of your time, get to decisions quickly if you can and figure out what's imperative and then make sure you've got the team aligned with the same, I guess, the same North Star because there's so much to tackle and so much to do and so much, only so much time and bandwidth. Yeah. So make sure your whole company is aligned on what's, what are the most important things to take care of first. Yeah. And I tell you, you know, it's funny. I, I, whenever I talk to somebody and they go through a big transition like that, the, the idea of communication comes up and the idea of over communicating. I like the way that's said, because the reality of it is you feel like you've said it a million times, but you know, the person receiving it, I think it, it, you can't say it too many times. It's a, I heard somebody say one time that marketing is a, a uh, an exercise in memorization. And until they start saying it back to you verbatim, then you probably haven't said it too much, right? Yeah. Yep. And some people, it's the first time they've heard it, even though it's the hundredth time you've heard it. So keeping that in mind too. That's a great point. So within these lessons, right, there's always like surprises whenever it's, because this is a big deal. This is Mm -hmm. Sweda and and Snugs coming together. There's always going to be surprises. So what, like, I think we sometimes focus on the negative surprises, but I'm kind of curious to know what's like been the best surprise so far. I would say so kind of a surprise, I guess, only to the degree because it's not one thought and it went in the opposite direction. So I've gotten to admire a lot of people from the Sweden team from afar for years and years traveling on the road, 
people that are hardworking yeah. that I would look across the aisle and just respected and appreciated great conversations throughout the year. And Snugs, as you know, has a very tight family culture. Yeah. And I think the pleasant surprise has been with all of their amazing people, how quickly it's felt like family with mm. a lot of people with having the same kind of just values, value system. I mean, you take two companies that operate separately, bring them together. And of course we were looking for cultural fits and something that was right. going to be good and not a giant uphill battle. But I think, and I've just been so impressed with the people of diving in, having trust, working together as a team, not having egos, checking that at the door if there was one and truly coming together to say, let's do this and move forward. I don't know if I expected it to be a little bit harder because of all of the uncertainty, especially when you're on the side that acquires, you yeah. feel a little bit more comfortable versus yeah. like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> Who do I trust? Who are these people? Yeah. But how quickly we just got to kind of move over some of that stuff that's kind of the annoyances to say, let's get to business and let's move forward as a team. So it's been awesome. Yeah, that's great. And I, a quick follow-up. I, do you think, I know that, again, just in talking to you and Brandon and, and, and like Jeff Anderton and some of those, I know, you know, the opportunities for acquisition are always on the table with any company that's growing and, and being aggressive. Do you think that's because you actively sought out or didn't seek out ones that weren't culture fit? Or do you think that just has to do with how Snugs is sort of run? I think one of the conversations that Brandon always has with us is how hard do we really want to work? And <laughs> obviously, you know, you're going to work hard, but we talk about how this isn't a cleanup project. This is something that is a well-oiled machine that you just get to go next level as opposed to taking over a dumpster fire totally. and really struggling in the beginning because it's always going to be hard work, but some yeah. stuff sounds a little less appealing, you know, and a company totally. is doing good and growing and you get to continue that moving forward rather than have to change momentum. It's a pretty big deal. Yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense. So another big announcement that you made or, you know, the Suggs made at um, the expo was sort of, at least that's when I heard it, by the way, maybe it came out sooner, but I heard about it and saw it there at Expo was the announcement of Swagger, which is, if if I can explain, it's sort of a virtual tech uh, platform for the industry. So can you talk a little bit about that platform and how it's been received so far? Yeah. So you mentioned Jeff earlier, who is a brainchild of creativity and blowing people's minds and kind of that other realm. And one conversation we've had, and I've heard you talk about it a lot, especially with COVID is how do you stand out in a virtual world? Yeah. So regardless of COVID and online trade shows and all this stuff, you know, that an element of virtual is going to be more powerful and more prevalent than it was prior to COVID because we all got used to it and adjusted and found what the strengths are there. So as we were looking to say, you know, what are tools that we can give distributors either that they're asking for or that they're not asking for that we think that is useful and something that maybe they haven't come up with. And so the augmented reality, you see that with Warby Parker, you see it with Apple. It's not as if it's new technology, but it's usually extremely expensive, long lead times to get it developed. And over the past few years, the technology has gotten cheaper, Mm. the timeline to turn it in the development if you have it is a lot quicker. And so some of the obstacles when we first threw this around have gone out the window or Mm. are less of an obstacle. And so we just saw this is a way to give distributors something that helps them stand out and and where we're going with it too. just 
you know, right now it's an object that looks like a sample and there's a cool factor, but then how do you one up it? Well, you make it a virtual with their logo on it. You know, you don't only have a PDF, you have something and all of those elements of personalization, I think hit the heart factor when you're trying to sell something that doesn't just push product. It's like, Holy cow, that's my logo, like on my desk, but it's, it's that piece. And if you can figure out in marketing, how to make an emotional connection and how to get that excitement, it it's a bridge that's hard to, I don't know, otherwise kind of bring together, right. You're that, that piece of it is where the magic is to get that emotional connection. And I think the AR world, especially because it's newer is it helps with that wow factor and that excitement that, you know, how excited do you get over? Here's another cup. Here's another (laughs) pen. Like, holy cow, it's there. It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, for, for me, there was the cool factor of it and, and I geeked out for sure on that. Um, but I think that part of what I got excited about was that I'm like, you can see that this would be the first step, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So I'm curious to know what your sort of thought process is. What is the next step? What's, and I, again, I'm not trying to get ahead of the wheel. What you're doing right yeah. now is really cool, but what's sort of the next step on that? Where do you see it going? I know that's when we bring Jeff Anderton in and we're like, Rain Man, hold up. We're not there yet. (laughs) As we look at this path, but it's how do you participate? So I kind of talked about virtuals, right? Having somebody's own logo. I think as you have the technology evolve, that dictates it. And a piece of it is now that you're using it, Kirby, or someone else is using it, what's the feedback? What makes this more relevant? What makes this a bigger that you want to use it and that it's useful. So yeah, right. you've got the cool factor, but how are your customers viewing this that makes this a useful tool for you? So I think a piece of it is what's the customer feedback and then also watching Adobe and where all of this technology evolves. Unfortunately, yeah. you know, sometimes we're kind of a lag, you know, sure. our, our industry in general and just technology because of the expense. But I think that the innovation you have on that will then come into the industry too. And Jeff's mind is everywhere as it comes to creativity and virtuals and video and how do you participate through the screen that makes it still kind of come to you. I mean, you've got all of these different technologies and it's freaking me out with the metaverse and everybody's sitting at home participating in this online universe that doesn't exist. And yeah all the weird stuff. But I think that's like you had said, the first steps to where technology evolves and it goes so slow and then it just takes off. So. Right. Well, and, and I've said, um, that I, I've kind of said that those of us who want to be, you, you guys have invested in the technology, but those of us on the distributor side who want to be on the cutting edge and we want to be viewed as someone who knows what's going on on the cutting edge is I think that by showing that you are, on top of these new trends, it does separate you from those who just are not interested in investing the time or intellectual property into it. So I think that there's a, there's a way, there's sort of a separation piece there too, that maybe it doesn't sell that cup that yeah. day, but it, it changes the conversation that you're having with your customers. And so to me, that's one of the, one of the ways that it, it makes sense in my mind anyway. Yeah. You saw the floating QR code on the commercial, or I'm sure heard about it from the Super Bowl. Two or three years ago, there were still QR codes, but they were never used in that. And what did it do? It crashed the site. I mean, I think there's just the evolution of what a tool that's known can evolve into based on what the user ultimately wants will be the transition to how the technology is used. 
that's that's really cool. And I agree. I think in, it's funny. I've been talking about it uh, since the Super Bowl happened that I thought that was the best ad, um, not only because it was a great use of the the technology, which that's just gotten better with phones. But yeah. it's also from from a from a marketing perspective, they actually told the customer sort of what they wanted them to do. So many of those ads are just branding and they're cute and they're funny and they're all that stuff. And you get to the end and you're like, okay, what's next? Whereas they were just like, scan this. We'll yep. give you 60 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was super cool. So uh, so thank you for taking the time. And uh, I think that you have a question for me this time, right? I do. So I wanted to pick your brain on this. So we've kind of talked offline. Snugs and Sweet have both had amazing Q4s. You had a great Q4. And kind of the temperature of the industry at Expo and other events was that Q4 ended strong. And a lot of people would say, you know, we planned better. We got messaging out early. It helped us provide for our customers. So do you see that as a trend and as a habit that people have built of changing their behavior? Or do you think everybody's just going to have amnesia as some things start returning to how they were in the past? Yeah. So I think it's going to be, I think amnesia is probably what it's going to ultimately be. Um, but I think because, and the reason I say that is because literally the, about the week after Christmas, about the time, is it people, okay, Christmas is over. I want something at the end of the month. And then they were supply, surprised that the supply chain wasn't solved. Right. Um, so from my perspective, if we want to continue the idea of uh, customers, so the end user being a little bit more proactive and planning ahead, that's incumbent upon, quite frankly, the distributor side, from my perspective, is that we are, we have to constantly be communicating that it's okay to plan ahead and then continually kind of banging that drum. I think down the road, as the capabilities of folks to print things faster and faster, that that's good. And I think that that will naturally take, um, take that back to just production times will get faster and that sort of thing. But I think we have an opportunity right now to sort of get the progressive distributor in front of the conversation so that we're, we're more of a marketing tool and we're not just, Hey, I've got 500 bucks at the end of the trade show budget. How can I, you know, buy that cup. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And being more of a partner, but I think that's incumbent upon us to educate, educate, educate. So um, ultimately I think it'll probably get back to really, really quick again, but um, I think that we're, we're sitting in a place where we have an opportunity to improve it, if that makes sense. So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think there's a chance for some. It is what, what's funny, Brittany, is I have actually had conversations where clients are coming back to me now and saying, hey, I want to get this ordered now so that the supply chain's not an issue. And so that's where it gives me hope. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're, yeah. we're getting people to think that way. And they weren't thinking that way even October, November. I couldn't get them. Yeah convinced to order Christmas, you know, and, and some of those same people are thinking it now because they've been burned. It's awesome. Cool. All right. Well, Brittany, we will have to do this again sometime. It's always fun to chat with you. I appreciate you taking the time. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for making time for me. Absolutely. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.